Welcome to Absolute Fire. I'm your host, Money Michelle, diving into all things fire, the one inside you, and the flames we use to create some killer food. Everyone has a story to share. This show is to inspire you to keep that flame blazing or to just help set off a much-needed spark. Either way, I know you'll find it here. My guest today is a U.S. Army veteran, incredible barbecue chef, respiratory therapist, and the man behind meat therapy. Jason Wilson, welcome to Absolute Fire. Hey, Michelle. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Thanks for giving me your time. So I see you're at work right now. I am. I am. We kind of snuck away for a little lunch break here in the office and uh, get That's to hang so out with awesome. you for a little bit. Yeah. yeah, you're giving me you're giving me your lunch break. Are you going to get to eat? <laughs> like, for real? Uh, maybe later. All right. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it so much. So yeah. we know a little bit about each other. So we're in the barbecue community. Yeah. We've been, um, per se, friends. Like, I feel like there's a layer to it in the community, right? Like you have some acquaintances, people that you consider like your, your friends, even though you've, you know, we've met actually in person. We right? have. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like if we didn't, I'd still consider you a friend, even though it's super far away and we've, you know, never connected besides this social media world. How odd is that? It's not it, every it's day that cr- happens. No, not at all. It's crazy that, um, you know, the, the friendships that have developed from the social media side, not in a million years, I imagine that anything would come from that or that friendships would develop from there or anything like that. So it's truly incredible, uh, a testament to the barbecue community, the outdoor cooking community, and just how yeah. amazing everyone is. It is. It's like, and I said this on a previous episode, it's like, you know, you do have a career though, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, this is my thing and I don't get to go and like have a nine to five where I see people at work. So you have those people, but then you have like a totally separate community of, you know, your friends and it's, there's a lot of camaraderie, even though we're not all together. And that's just like a testament to barbecue. It has to be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think from a cultural standpoint, we all gather around food, right? And yeah. so you, you start this common denominator with food, barbecue, and then it just kind of snowballs from there to these great friendships from across the nation, across the world that we've got to have. And, uh, you know, us have an opportunity to meet each other in person at, a, yeah. at Traeger. That, uh, that was so awesome. Yeah. Like oh, seeing yeah. you in person, like <laughs> that, it's just, it's crazy. Cause I remember like walking in to that awesome hotel. That hotel was like so legit. That was uh-huh. so beautiful. Um, so I remember walking in like to the bar area and like seeing everybody. And I remember like Chappy Matt being like, oh my God, it's Michelle. And I'm like, yeah. it's just me. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, but it's like, you just, you know, you make these connections and you've never seen, you know, anyone in person. It just felt so awesome to yeah. like see these friendships that you've created in person. So I love Traeger for that. Super oh, yeah. grateful for that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just the whole community. It's just one big happy family. It really and, is. Uh, yeah, I love that aspect of it. You can reach out to anyone. I can reach out to you. I can reach out to Ryan. You know, there's so many people out there that you can just reach out to with barbecue questions or life questions. Yeah. I mean, how else? Yeah. Where else can you do that? Um, it's, it's, it's incredible. So true. And it, it really feels good to know that I have all these friends that are still in my circle, even though you guys mm-hmm. are super far away. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's start from the beginning. Um, okay. how, long you, how long were you in the Army for? I was in the Army for five years. Um, okay. I was stationed out of Fort Hood, uh, did a combat tour to Baghdad, Iraq, 
and then uh, got out. So when you say Iraq, is that when we had a lot going on in Iraq? Is that? Yeah, we were still uh, rolling pretty, pretty hot around there, um, running missions outside the wire quite a bit, almost every day, things like that. So. Okay. Do you feel like you came out a changed person? I know that you, I had read some stuff, you know, cause I look <laughs> into my guests, but besides that, you're my friend. Um, yeah. You had some issues afterwards, some PTSD, which is super common, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I was, whenever I was transitioning out, I was not the same person, the same man I was before I went in and uh, really um, struggled whenever I was getting out with a lot of issues and things like that and uh, really disconnected with the world and society um, and didn't want to be around anybody. Um, And so uh, I really, barbecue's always been kind of part of my life uh, since a, a very young age. I always kind of tell the story. Uh, my dad ran for city council back in the late 80s, early 90s out of Dallas. And uh, there was this really old school barbecue joint outside of downtown Fort Worth called Angelo's. And uh, that was campaign headquarters. And uh, also, I think they're like the first place to have 32 degree cold beers. And so they're mm-hmm. really well named, known for that. And I always joke around. It's probably why he didn't ever win. He ran twice, but... He didn't win probably because campaign headquarters was home with a 32 degree cold beer. That's funny. But uh, yeah, so barbecue was always part of my life. And I found that when I was transitioning out, um, I kind of escaped back into it. I just want to be left alone. Let me cook some food. Let me play around in the lab. I call it lab time. And uh, it got it it took my mind away from everything. And, uh, you know, it, it became therapy. I didn't realize it at the time. Uh, but then we'd start having friends over things like that. And I would do like my own rub and, um, a couple commercial rubs, do blind testing. And people were always like smiling with this food that I was producing and they really loved my rub, things like yeah. that. And I think, well, I don't think I know that, you know, serving guests these real pretty good bites of food, a barbecue. Help me kind of reconnect with them, which is kind of crazy to say, like, how, like you serve someone some food and help you reconnect with your friends no, and society. It. But it, it really did. Um, and that really kind of pushed my, my journey uh, into barbecue on. You know, I was just really craving some sort of normalcy and yeah. found it through barbecue. I love that because yeah. I get it. You know, I started um, – barbecue and more, you know, I just, I learned it through my dad and that's who Mm -hmm. was on the grill. And then when my dad passed away, that was like my connection to him. I took over on the grill. So it's crazy how it is like therapy. I don't think people understand, like I get it. There's some basic grilling when people say, let's have a barbecue. But when you're doing your low and slow cooks, your long cooks, your, your labor of love, like you're putting so much love into barbecue and then you're feeding it to someone. How much joy do you get out of it? Because I get so much. So, oh, I mean, yeah. that's what happened to you. Yeah, it really was. That's exactly it's what incredible. happened. You know, it just started seeing it was bringing joy to others, you know, eating yes. pretty good food. And that and, was healing uh, you. It really that was. was it, yeah. it was. And I found throughout my life from then on Anytime uh, stressors were kind of hitting hard and things were kind of escalating, I was diving back into barbecue. And, 
you know, during COVID, being a respiratory therapist, that was a, a to-do. So, man, I was cooking a lot. <laughs> I'm sure that must yeah. have been immense because yeah. anyone in the medical field, especially dealing with respiratory, this was a respiratory virus. Yeah. So you must have been beyond overwhelmed. Do you feel like you're fully healed from the PTSD and you've you've come out on the other side? Or do you feel like this is something you'll always deal with and just live through it? Um, I don't know if you ever truly fully heal. And, um, but I am, you know, I think anyone that has it or goes through some sort of traumatic event, it's always in your mind. Um, it's how you deal with it now. Um, and, and that's the same here. You know, I, I have good days and there are some days that, you know, aren't as good. And, uh, that's whenever you start seeing some pretty cool content coming out. Yeah. I mean, I love that you share that though, because Mm -hmm. you're being vulnerable, sharing that side of you. And that's not the side that majority see on social media. That's why I love this, you know, podcast and this platform because everyone's being so like transparent and so Mm -hmm. genuine. And you know what that's going to do, Jason, that's going to help somebody else that might need it. And that's, that's my biggest goal with being transparent and being vulnerable is to, you know, no matter what it is, it's okay to not be okay. Recognize yes. that. And then find whatever brings you joy to help reconnect, help to heal that process, things like that. Is it barbecue, outdoor cooking? Is it quilting, yeah. knitting? It doesn't matter. Find your joy. And that's that's really the message I try to push through meat therapy is just find your joy, find your healing factor, and yeah. uh, use it and then share it because you never know who might hear that message and be able to connect that way and start their healing journey through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I could not agree more. So I think it is pretty amazing, though, that many stories that I've heard um, when it comes to barbecue, like who would think that, right? But like it's healing a lot of people. It's gotten people through a lot of mental health um, issues that they've had. And I just love being a part of it. And it's crazy because before Traeger, you know, had contacted me to pull me in, on the team. Um, I'm from New York, you know, so like on Long Island, like if the weather's not great, I'm not going outside on the grill, but that's because I had a gas grill, you know, I just didn't. But now, you know, doing these like cooks that, you know, like the best ribs ever or like brisket or whatever it is, I'm out there winter, spring, summer, fall now. And, but it's like the joy is, is immense. Like you want to be out there. I'm not going to say that if I had your backyard, that I wouldn't be out there 24 seven because Jason, I would. (laughs) guys, you have to see his backyard. I'm not even kidding. Like I tell everyone, I'm like, you know what I really want for my backyard? Like those squares where the grass comes through it because Jason has that. (laughs) Like It's my favorite. It is so gorgeous. And so let's talk about your therapy sessions and how you started that because I would do anything to get to come to one. So can you explain what you're doing with that? Yeah, well, we got to get you down here. Um, So the therapy, all right. Well, so the therapy sessions, we build it as an interactive grilling class out of the backyard. Um, But really, it's more of an experience where you get to come hang out with us in a a nationally registered historic home that we live in, enjoy the backyard, pump the brakes on life, and uh, just kind of forget whatever might be going on in the outside. Uh, with fellowship through good food and, and good friends. And these started, I guess we've been doing them about a year and a half ago. Um, the idea came from actually my wife's hairdresser. 
She's like, wow. man, does, yeah, she's like, she, my wife was getting her hair done. It's like, hey, does, uh, does Jason teach barbecue? And she's like, well, he never has, but he loves to educate. So I asked if I want to do it, and I was like, yeah, let's line this thing up. And uh, so, so awesome. our first class was a son, or it was her hairdresser's uh, husband, his two brothers, and their dad. Their dad was a high-risk uh, patient, so they really hadn't connected um, throughout the pandemic that much. Mm-hmm. And they all came to our house, and we kind of structured this six-hour um, uh, session down, and it was ribs. We did a rib class. And... Uh, just watching them kind of reconnect in our home and backyard and around cooking and just the laughter and the hugs, man. I was so like, man, freaking is, awesome. Yeah. So awesome. And, and we, uh, had someone else reach out locally that, um, had, uh, had been asking about class, like, all right, we're doing this. You're wanting to do something. Let's line it up. And his, his buddy, um, had just lost his wife to cancer and they had a four month old daughter. And so he flew him out from California um, for a class. And then we had another, we did like a combo, had another group come in that had uh, their son had kind of gone through some stuff. And watched this and really watched that healing factor that I had gotten right. from barbecue. Yeah. I start seeing actually working with others. And uh, so therapy sessions were born. Yeah. And you're sharing that part of you. Mm-hmm. That sometimes people don't know about. They're like, wow, this really does bring people together. This really is all about like time, you know, the the ribs and everything. Like you put you put a lot of time and love into it. And then when you're doing it as a team or with your family, I cannot love that more that you actually saw it unfold. And you're like, OK, this is definitely what I needed to do. And yeah. it's working. Uh, so yeah. this is like something that you do every weekend. How much do you do it? Uh, we've, we, we set out to do it just once a month because, you know, I, I have my career. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have, uh, my, I have a little six year old daughter. I have two boys now that yes. are growing and off, but, uh, try to really figure out how to do work life balance. But I think we, we sent out thought, Oh, you know what? For Christmas last year, let's do gift cards. Not thinking we'd get a lot of traction with it or whatever. Well, that kind of blew up and people word of mouth started hearing and we were running two to four therapy sessions a month from January to June, no, wow. to July. That's yeah. awesome, but that's a lot. Yeah, it was. And so, uh, you know, in Texas, fortunately for us, uh, barbecue seasons, 24, seven, 365. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, but it gets pretty, pretty warm, you know, in July when it's 110, 115. So we scaled it back for, August and really trying to keep it just to one class a month so I can have Good. that work life balance work work yeah. life balance. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you because you do have like a, a full career, but mm-hmm. also I see you. I see you shining <laughs> on social media, Jason. I see it. You're yeah. killing it. You know, you you're with the is it the the VIP Barbecue Masters Club? What is that? Yeah, is that uh, Masters. Yeah, VIP uh, Real Masters uh, Subscription Box Club. Uh, I'm part of a four-team panel that we're curating recipes and ingredients to go out to these monthly incredible. subscription boxes. Yeah, yeah we're it looks great. Having a lot of fun with it. Um, started doing events uh, out at TX Whiskey Ranch, doing some Whiskey Wednesdays, and yes, I saw that. Um, got to connect uh, a really great organization boot campaign, 
and yes. I've got to do some things with them, which is a nonprofit organization that really supports military veterans. Um, you were on TV I, for that, right? I was. Yeah, I got to, holy cow, I got to go up to New York and uh, be on Fox and Friends on Fox News Channel Insane. and yeah. tell our story, tell about, talk about boot campaign. Oh, cook some food right there outside yes. of Times Square. And I was like, everybody. you're here? You're in New York? What is God, happening? No. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you're in my hometown. Like, yeah. I was so excited for you. It wasn't yeah. even funny. I was yeah. so excited because that's an awesome organization. And you're on freaking Fox. Like, you're doing big things besides yeah. even having, like, an incredible career that I'm sure takes up a lot of your time, but also energy. I know we've spoken once in a while, and you're like, I'm just sitting down having a drink. Today was a day. You know, you yeah. have that. You have <laughs> yeah. those days in your profession. How do you balance it? How do you balance it all? Uh, that is a great Because I really want to know. I really yeah. want to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Still trying to figure that one out. <laughs> okay. Well, it and seems I, like you think did a good been, job at it. Yeah, and I think it's being mindful um, of everything that's going on between, you know, meat therapy and work and family and just really trying to tailor things to make sure I'm present for all of it, but not wearing me down as well. So it's just knowing yourself, knowing your limits, and then scaling it back about 20% if possible. Okay, good to know. Um, Did you ever think that this would be happening to you. You're, you know, you're, you're doing great in your social media. I mean, I want to say it like you're influencing world and like whoever thought, right? Like I, I say this all over, like I'd never thought that this was even a, a, a job that you can mm. have. Yeah. Like doing no. what you love. Right. Yeah. I had, I had no clue. I didn't even know this side of social media even, uh, existed. Neither did I. Yeah, uh, I, I had it, uh, my personal Instagram page. And the only thing I used it for was to edit photos of my kids yep. and family. <laughs> and yep, that was same. it. And uh, my actually my father-in-law and some of my team members kept encouraging. It's like, you need to start a food blog. You need to start a food blog. And uh, I was like, well, what platform do you do that on? Instagram. Yeah. And so I was actually here at work one day. And uh, one of my team members kept on. I was like, all right, if you want to, if you want me to have it, here's my phone. Let's create a page. And she set up uh, my meat therapy page for me. I told her what I wanted to name it. And man, it, it has been just an insane ride ever since. Wild, wild, mm-hmm. right? All right. So meat therapy, I'm sorry, but that's the best name ever. And the <laughs> yeah. whole thing, the therapy sessions, best name ever. Um, uh, okay. So you're basically, your motto is like barbecue, bourbon, beer, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so you're a huge bourbon lover and you're also a beer lover? Oh yeah. Yeah, all I right. uh, love love all the all the finer things in life. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell everyone that does not know about that house that you live in because you you gave me a video tour once and it's just unbelievable. How did you get that house and what is the best part about it cuz it looks incredible and I am going to see it one day. Yeah, uh so the house it's uh it's a nationally registered historic home. Uh it's the JS Berry House. It was uh, built in 1900 here in Waxahachie, Texas. And uh the the first owner was uh a physician here in Ellis County, so we automatically had that kind of healthcare connection to the home. Um how we got into it, so it's all my wife. I just you know, trying to, you know, how guys are just make mama happy and you get to stay happy. And so, uh, she had a not, yeah, 
she had a 1920s craftsman home in this little area called Bishop Arts District in Dallas. Oh, wow. And I had just uh, built a custom-built home uh, in a little town called Alvarado. And I ended up marrying the one woman on this earth that was completely miserable in a custom-built home. And so uh, she wanted out of there, and she loves everything old. I always joke that's why she's with me. Uh, but, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, we were looking in Waxahachie. We both work at the hospital here in Waxahachie. Okay. And we're like, all right, if we're going, if this is our career path, let's move to the community that we're serving so that we can be more immersed within that community and, okay, and just yeah. be more involved. And so we went and looked at, I think, four different houses out here. And we kept being drawn back to this one house that just had character. It still had a lot of the original uh, stuff to it. Um, the glass, the handrails, the tub, the front door, the original front doors, the balcony door. And uh, it just looked like somewhere that we wanted to raise our kids in. And so we sold yeah. everything and got into it. And how long have you been there for? Uh, it'll be a little over four and a half years now. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Was your backyard that amazing or you made it that way? No, the backyard was a huge embarrassment. Um, okay. So you yeah, made it that way. Yeah. It was, uh, I've always been a backyard guy and yeah. it was bad. I would set up, uh, when we first started doing these classes, we had, there was like this little 10 by 10 brick path thingy, um, patio pad. And we'd set up a, a, a 10 by 10 uh, pop-up tent over it. We'd stick a couple triggers in there. Yeah. And then I'd hang up flags and stuff to try and block the view of the rest of the backyard. The the fence was dilapidated. The yard was horrible. And okay. uh, so we kind of, we started these and we're just talking about, all right, we're, we're going to stay in this house. Let's do something. And so May of last year, we started to pull the trigger. And uh, this time last year, the whole project was completed so pool okay. outdoor who kitchen who designed it who designed it uh really i think Jacqueline did like okay. I, I told her what i was looking at and she went and got our daughter's uh little unicorn journal for kindergarten uh, you know yes, the, the eight by eight by yes, eleven yes. Mule. drew it out on there we contacted a contractor gave him the picture and uh said here we go well, props to her. I wish I could like show slides right now of it. It's my favorite. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so perfect for your meat therapy sessions. Um, so what do you feel like is the best part of all of this? Like, is there something that, is it the healing process? It's just changed you for the better? Absolutely. And I think with, I feel like with our therapy sessions, I may get more out of that than the actual folks that come over to do it. I know they have a good time, but just still seeing, you know, because I'm cooking too right alongside yes. them and, and yes. we're, we're producing other things and techniques and just seeing, you know, the when they take the bites of the different things we're eating throughout right? the day, yeah. um, man, it, it still just you know, this helps me connect. It could have been a, a horrible week or just tired, things like that. But the moment they step foot through that door, all of a sudden I'm re-energized and man, it just sets my path, recorrects my path for the week. And yeah. Um, yeah. And I got to say, and I've said this probably too many times as well, like doing this podcast, you know, when I decided to start it, it was really about one day I can't wait to share my story and my journey because recently something had happened and I can't wait to share it. And it just changed me for the better. Yeah. 
But I feel like I never once thought that having these podcasts and, you know, these interviews were going to touch me so much. I'm I'm getting pumped after each one and I'm feeling like more inspired. So I'm like, if I'm feeling that way, then everyone else that listens has to feel that way. I never thought that doing this and sharing everyone's story and their journey was going to touch me the way it has. So I can imagine how those sessions are for you. I could just imagine because especially because you're spending hours with these Mm -hmm. people creating delicious food. I swear food is like the the center of all. It should always be. It really (laughs) is is what brings us together, right? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. Were you always a Traeger guy? That's something I didn't know about you. No. um, I didn't know what a pellet grill was up until... Okay, me too. Good. 2019, I guess. Um, Yeah. I, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this guy. His name's Matt Pittman. Uh, yeah, church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, uh, I don't really he, think he knows me, but I know of him. <laughs> I think we yeah. shook hands in Utah, but that was it. Yeah. So uh, you know, he he lives in the same community as I do, and and opened up a barbecue supply shop. And at the time, I really I didn't even know what Meat Church was. I just saw something pop up of barbecue supply shop open. I was like, oh, that's my jam. Let's go check this thing out. Yeah, that's cool. So I went down there and met him, saw these Traegers and got to talking with him. And, um, you know, I was like, you know what, from a convenience standpoint, this, this just seems really cool. And, yes. uh, my in-laws came in town, um, I don't know, a couple of weeks later and we were, I took my father-in-law down there. I was like, man, check out this place, you know, and just, we were showing them downtown walks at you, all that good stuff. And, uh, walked in there and I was showing those Traegers and then I don't know, a couple months later, I was about to graduate with a, a de- another college degree and like, hey, for for graduation and Christmas, we want to buy you one of these pellet grills, a Traeger. I was like, oh, my gosh. Nice. Awesome. So, yeah, so Ironwood 885 was my first one ever. Um, and I've always had an offset and a, uh, a kettle grill. Okay. And so uh, that, that's what I've always just had. And, uh, man, I, I started using those triggers like, oh, this is so nice. I get to still it get is. my chores done, especially with owning exactly. a historic home. It, it, yeah. um, produce amazing food. And, uh, yeah, that kind of started it off. And then, I guess, almost two years ago now, right about two years ago, uh, we were in the height of, I don't know, one of the surges. And uh, we were doing like six days a week, 18 hours a day. Yeah. And I, I got home about two o'clock in the afternoon and uh, I just kind of collapsed on the couch and I woke up like an hour later and I, I checked my Instagram thing and I had this message from some some guy saying he was a Traeger community manager. They'd love to have you on yeah. the team. And I was like, man, I am way too tired for uh, to be That's funny. BS right now. So I actually set my phone down. And I was like, man, this is not the time to be playing with my emotions. And so I kind of crashed back out and I got back up and I read it again. I was like, oh, I'll bite. And uh, I became a Traeger ambassador right then and there. That is so funny because yeah. similar story for me. Was it Alex? It was. Yeah. Okay. So I'm working out hard mm-hmm. of COVID, hard of COVID. <laughs> like my kids are home for remote learning, school shut down, and uh, it's freezing out. I feel like it was November, if I'm not mistaken, Mm -hmm. Um, and I get a a DM out of nowhere, and it was Mm -hmm. like, hey, Michelle, we want to get you on Team Traeger, and do you know what I responded? (laughs) It kills me. (laughs) I responded in caps, in caps. I was working out at this moment. I put for real, and he put for real, and I was just like, 
How does he know? How does he know how much I love barbecue? How does he know how much it means to me? That I will, no matter wherever my path takes me, I always say this because I'm a really loyal girl. Mm -hmm. Um, I really want to stay with them because they're like, they just opened up so much for me. I named my first Traeger Sunshine because it brought me so much sunshine. Yeah, like it really, really did. So it was so funny that I literally, when he put for real, I did like 700 jumping jacks afterwards (laughs) because I was working out. And I was like, oh my God, like Traeger was never on my radar because I never thought that they knew my heart was huge for barbecue because of my dad. Because in New York, I was only showing my food for barbecue in the summer, Mm -hmm. you know, or nice weather. So he was like, he said such amazing things about me. Like just, we think you, you know, you bring something so different to the table. And I was like, how did he know? Like, that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's so funny that that happened, uh, but really, so Matt Pittman is the one that got you down the path of Traeger. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, never even, never even heard of it. And then uh, he opened up that, that spot shop and just through some great conversation, just educating me more about, uh yeah. traders and and how they can function how they can benefit and things like that and off to the races yeah and i mean for you especially like because i have an offset but it's like older and it leaks a lot like i'm just mm-hmm. like trying to like keep up with that fire it's annoying i gotta get it mm-hmm. i gotta get a better one but <laughs> it's it's so different you know when you want to tend to a fire which i do love fire too i do yeah. that that whole part of it it's just so much you put so much you know, effort into it. But for you with your busy career and your, in your life, especially trying to balance, I feel like Traeger just as, as a mom, I'm like able to set it and not have to be tending to the fire all day. And I get to still be a mom and take care of my family. And the balance is easier. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The convenience has just been spectacular. I I can't go and fire up, you know, I have a, a custom 101 gallon offset and I can't go fire it up fired it up on Tuesday night to cook dinner, you know, right? and so yeah. uh, that, that's convenience with Traeger is being able to get out there and, and uh, cook something, you know, and, and still be with your family and the product still be just amazing. So amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, that new grill is just, just, I mean, I could just rave about it forever. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. It really oh, is. Yeah. And I mean, the company itself, I, it just, anytime I start talking about Traeger, I'm always like, it sounds like I'm trying to sell it to them mm-hmm. or to anyone, but I'm really not. They just yeah. between Jeremy and Alex and like just the Traeger just crew is just they're just great people. It's just I know, truth. and I'm I've it's nice with my therapy session. So in my backyard, you know, I have a, a thirteen hundred built into uh my I outdoor kitchen and then I, I have the, the new one sitting out there and I have lined it's up amazing. and in our classes, that's what we cook on because I can't be tending to fire things like that. You're so right, yeah. Um, while trying to engage with everyone that's there, and so I think you know I don't know how many. Well, I've maxed out every year. I max out the discount codes that we get uh, through yeah. people that come to the therapy sessions and want to get a trigger. And so get me share some that. I have if you need some. If you need okay. some, I have some extra. I <laughs> okay, do. Awesome. I just realized right. that. I have a few. <laughs> But how awesome, though, like yeah. you're really like you're selling the dream. You're selling the, the barbecue <laughs> dream to everybody yeah. in those sessions. But I see it because yeah. my mom tried my ribs like my parents didn't know about s- smoking meat. And I, I didn't know because no one told me. 
And so then now, like when I have a barbecue, you know, and I have my mom over or whatever, she's like, these are the best ribs I've had in my life. That makes me feel so good. Cause let me tell you, Jason, she's a little picky. So <laughs> my Sicilian mom telling me I have the best ribs on earth. You got to, that makes me feel like gold. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's massive. Uh-huh. Um, how does your family feel about it? Does your daughter love it? About no, <laughs> we're, we're trying to get her out of the chicky nuggy phase. Yeah, um, you're telling me, you're telling thing, me. I know, man, she kills her. I'm like, just try wing, just try this. I uh, know. She, uh, the one thing she will eat, though, is she loves salmon. So we do a lot of salmon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the uh, odds of her liking salmon are what, one in a mil? Because my kids yeah. would never. They get yeah. mad at me when I make salmon because it smells. <laughs> I'm like, come yeah. on. I can't yeah. even win here. That's yeah. awesome. And it's so yeah. healthy. Way better than a chicken wing. Yeah, I know. I know. So we're slowly getting her uh, acclimated, but she loves to help me. And that that's a huge thing. She'll get out there. She's that's my what official. I, that's what I meant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She yeah. She's my official spritzer. Uh, uh-huh. You know, on the weekends, if I'm, if I'm not having a class or something, you know, I'll get out there early, throw something out. She'll come wandering out there about 530 in the morning. It's like, Daddy, what are we cooking today? And it's like, all right, this is where we're at. We're going to be spritzing here. I'll get her a little spritz bottle ready for yeah. her, and she spritzes. And Yeah. So, Those yeah. memories, like, just that's just the best part of barbecue. That's just the best oh, part yeah. of it. Yeah. It is. And My kids, I feel like, for me, um, they've helped. You know, I have 11 and 7. They've mm-hmm. helped, but, like, I feel like they can't believe at what I do. Like, they can't believe. Like, you know, whether I'm tending a fire on, like, my homemade pit that I have or mm-hmm. if I'm on the Traeger – like, mom, you did that. Mom, you're doing that. Like, and I love that. I want yeah. them to see that you could do anything. You could yep. do anything with your a boy or a girl. You could do it all. And it's yep. just like, that's like special to me. And I feel like I love that your daughter's out there on the grill. Yeah. Let me tell you, that was me with my dad. So that, yeah. that gets me in the heart. Yeah. And I love that. Um, like whenever you and Steph and Misty and Kara, all you guys are posting just such a, a huge uh, female influence within the barbecue community for my daughter to look up to and go. So when you guys are posting things, I see it and she's next to me, I'm like, hey, look what Michelle posted. Look what yeah. Kara posted. And just see that like girls do barbecue. They can that's get out so there and do this. Sweet. And yeah, so, that's so sweet, Jason. That's so uh, true because she yeah. sees her dad doing it. Mm-hmm. And I never really knew that there was a place in this community for all these lady grillers and all the, the women that are in the industry and they're amazing. And I'm inspired oh, yeah. by all of them as well. I actually had um, recorded an episode last night um, with one of them and that's going to come out this Friday. And nice. I just feel like I got so much inspiration from her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she was the same thing as me, just a mom at home with a passion. And it makes her feel like it was like a piece of her puzzle. I just got the chills. Aww. It just makes her feel like it was a piece of her puzzle. You know, like yeah. we both didn't have a career going on. She did at one point, but you become a mom and sometimes you feel like that's that's what you are. And that's right. my favorite part of life. But there's so much more to me. And I just love that I get to share it and yeah. do what I love and make money. And it's just, it's just a dream. Honestly. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for getting out there and sharing those cooks and you're just killing it out there. I love, I love seeing it. it all. Yeah. It's just like, like if I haven't been on the grill in a few days, does that happen to you? You feel a little off. It's like you need it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There, and there's times when, you know, something's going on, I haven't been out there for a while. And I just, I just tell my family, my wife, Hey, I'm going outside. I'm cooking something. She's just, okay. She knows, you know, all right, he's got to get out there and get down to it. So I love that. Yeah. yeah. 
Do you, how many times a week do you think you're on the grill? Uh, it depends on work, like real life work, um, how busy it is. Uh, during the summer, we had a really nice uh, lull. Um, it, it was a really nice summer from a healthcare standpoint. And man, I was out there four or five times a, a week cooking for family yeah. and then our classes and things like that. Maybe sometimes seven, never knew what was going on. Right now, um, because our schedule has been so loaded down with the events that we've been doing on top of the therapy sessions and yeah. stuff, um, it's been a little bit harder to get out there and just cook for the family uh, just because a lot of our time's being prepping for next event and next things like that. Yes. So right now, maybe one to two times a week uh, just to actually get to cook for the family. Yeah. How is your, um, basically like as the respiratory therapist, how is that? Is it super busy right now? It is. It's ramping back up. Um, yeah, we, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, flu flu's hitting pretty good right now. And yeah. so we're, you know, healthcare's it's uh it's respiratory season, so it's try time to dig in the hills uh, yeah. and get out there and help others. I'm hearing um from people like, Yeah, I tried to take my it was actually someone in the community and mm -hmm. he said he was trying to take his son to the hospital because he had severe asthma because he was so sick. Yeah. Five hour wait at the ER. That freaks me out. I can't. Like, I need to be able to have help if I need it. Like, I don't like that. And it, I mean, it's not even like peak COVID season and this is happening to us. Yeah. So I think it's just maybe less healthcare workers. Like, there's less staff now. Yeah, there, there's, there's, it's a nationally known thing. There's a, a yeah. shortage in all healthcare team members um, from all disciplines, including physicians, you know, for primary care yeah. physicians to nursing to, respiratory to x-ray everything that goes into making a healthcare system there's a massive shortage in how did you um hold it together and stay strong with everything that you've been through from the army because i understand mm -hmm. that part like you had had ptsd how did that covid situation not take you down how did you get through it because it was tough i know it was tough um i think one thing was, uh, so not only a respiratory therapist, but I'm a manager over cardiopulmonary services here. And so I had a team that um, had to care for as well. And so just the drive to be there and be up and just like embrace the suck with them, um, that I think was what helped propel me through those times because it wasn't just me. It wasn't just my family yes. like we had a team to care for um, I didn't know that. yeah um, my wife she's a nurse and she's a labor and delivery nursing manager here so the same was for her um, as well so we just kind of tag teamed it and got down yeah. to it and uh, I, I think it was you know serving being being out there with a servant's heart really helped love push. love 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 yeah. so much that reminds me of Reagan She's oh yeah. yeah that's yeah. it that's just that's it and and, mm -hmm. and helping serve doesn't mean you're like a servant it means you actually care about others and i love yeah. it yeah we, and uh, you know what you're a leader you're a leader you and your wife you're you're leaders and you care you know what that reminds me of jeremy from traeger yeah. like that's what it is you got to be a special type of someone to be able to lead a team and to actually care and yeah. i love it yeah and it's, it was it also helped. So whenever all that happened, we couldn't bring in like vendors for food, things like that, especially in yeah. the beginning. And so, uh, I, you know, I, I play 
I play by the rules for the most part, and I'll, I'll tiptoe lines, so I'd cook stuff up, and I'd sneak it in the backyard and feed the team and things like that. So, you know, I, I couldn't have done that without my trailers because of wow. the long hours we were doing and developed yeah. what we called little Kobe snacks. And I always joke around, it's like, man, I'm supposed to be known as meat therapy, the meat guy, but our little, I've kind of developed this little smoke checks mix type deal way we did it out. It's probably the most tedious cook. We, we I love packed, it. Packaged it up dub them Kobe snacks and would take it out, give them to everybody. And uh, just seeing, you know, in the rat race, you could reach down, grab a handful, throw it in your yes. mouth, keep going. That was, that that helped too, being able to feed the front line. So. Yeah. I can't believe you did that. Tasty fuel helps so much. Oh, yeah. That is so, so awesome. That yeah. really is awesome. And you probably felt like that's something you could do because in a, in a time like that, there's not really much you could do besides lead and try to keep the, the troop going. Yep. But that was an extra awesome thing that you did for them. That's great. Yeah. That, yeah, love that. yeah. I just learn a little bit more about you and it's just like, <laughs> you're super sweet and um, I'm glad to know you. All right. So Aww. the end of each episode, okay. I do a little something called under fire. Are Ooh. you nervous? Are you yeah. nervous? You're not. <laughs> You're not. You're not. Not you, Jason, the leader. All right. So three questions. Okay. One word for each question as your answer. I'm going to just say it. And everyone that's listening that already listens knows I feel bad not telling you that many guests were unable to successfully just use one word. So if you cannot, it is okay. You will not be penalized. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So just give me what you got. All right, number one, what is your favorite movie of all time? Braveheart. Wow, Mel Gibson? Mm-hmm. All right, that's a good one. It's definitely mm -hmm. a good one. All right, number two, if you had a warning label, what would yours say? I feel like that just so goes for you in the medical field. I don't know, it just seemed right. And it's one word? If, you, if it needs to be more, it can be. But I fail. Um, no, stop. <laughs> uh, caution. 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 I do not even agree with that. I don't. I just feel like there's no caution with you. You're awesome. But if that's <laughs> what you want to use, if that's what you want to say, it should probably be like softy or I don't know. But okay, you want to do caution? That's your warning That's my label? one word. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It's yours. But it, can, it, it can be taken a lot of different ways. Caution, because, man, I'm going right. to lead you to some. You're right. Yeah. Don't don't jump on the on the wagon unless you're prepared to be led to greatness. So caution. Very true. Good save on that one, because you're not cautioned for bad reasons. Good. No. Good, good. All right. So number three, your proudest moment thus far in life besides being a father. I always have to make sure that I take the parent out because everyone wants to give the parent answer. So <laughs> proudest moment thus far in life that comes to mind, go. Service. That couldn't, that honestly, you nailed it. That was such a good answer. Yeah. Cause that could be in so many different ways. So yeah. many different ways. One word. Yep. You did it. Yeah. You nailed it. 100. Um, <laughs> no, no one's no one's grading you, but that was fantastic. No. Yeah. Um, you yeah, are fantastic. I, uh, I loved you. that answer. That was a great yeah. one. Well, I think, you know, from military service to healthcare service to serving others food and helping them learn their journey, things like that. It's just it's 
what we do. It's what you do. It's yeah. what the barbecue community does. The outdoor cooking community is we serve our others. So service. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm it's just, just every part of you. It really is. Yeah. That was like the, yeah. the best answer. And you took like four seconds for that. You just, you just <laughs> aced it. That's my friend, Jason. All right. So I want to thank you so much for taking time out of yeah. your busy day at work, skipping lunch for me to share your story. <laughs> And I know it's going to inspire everybody because I'm leaving with a full heart. So I Aww. appreciate you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me on and let me kind of share the story a little bit more, a little more in depth. And uh, yeah. yeah, really, truly, truly appreciate you, your friendship over the last several years and can't awesome. wait for see what the future holds for you. Thanks so much, Jason. It was awesome yeah. to have you here. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed the show and are leaving with a full tank of fuel. Thanks so much for listening and tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and share if you loved Absolute Fire. I appreciate it. If you want to leave a review, that would be awesome as well. Sending love if you want to find me on Instagram, Absolute Fire Podcast. See you next week. <laughs>